to Stars, Stones, and Stories. I am your host, Rama, and together we are weaving ancient future wisdom as we birth the new earth. If you're into astrology, cosmology, living mythology, earth-based spirituality, and ancestral healing, you are home. If you've stumbled upon this podcast and are new to these topics, this is Sovereign Sanctuary to expand and deepen your wisdom. As a cosmic priestess, I witness many at the threshold of great transformation. I specialize in astrological divination, sacred site activations, and priestess arts for the Aquarian Age. You may learn more about my work and budding mystery school at earthseedtemplearts.com or follow Earthseed Temple Arts on Instagram. This community is your opportunity to claim your story, your unique identity and power, knowing that you are the hero of your own journey. You are a hologram for the collective and you matter. The world needs your gifts and creativity now more than ever. Crystallize your medicine. Oh, great ancient ones, great ancestors, we call to you. May you hear the voices of your descendants traversing through time and space. We humbly ask for your support, your wise medicine ways, and your genius solutions in these times. Dear ancestors, we wish to partner with you, for we know we cannot do this alone. As we traverse the mystery, we ask that you, our starry ancestors, are with us each breath of the way. May we have clarity of mind and crystalline vision to see through the dark. May we walk our paths of high holy truth, as that is what is needed now more than ever. And so it is. The Blessing of Blessing Welcome to episode 69 of Stars, Stones, and Stories. A year ago on this day, the 9th of December, Elder Maladoma Somme made his last and final initiation in his human form as he crossed into the realm of the other world to become an ancestor. Elder Maladoma Somme was born in Burkina Faso, January 30th, 1956 and transitioned to the other world on the 9th of December, 2021. And as his friend and initiated elder and assistant and so many extraordinary uh, qualities that Elder Teresa carries, she she wrote these words about Elder Maladomo Somme. Titulio, medicine man, diviner, healer, author, teacher, friend, grandson, son, brother, father, husband, elder. Maladoma left us with so many vast teachings. He was 
a true, true scholar who carried multiple master's degrees and PhDs. And he was an authentic teacher. It is so hard to wrap words around the ways he touched our lives. And I'd like to take a few moments to honor Maladoma. He had so many vast teachings, and a lot of them wove around how to bring awareness to every human on the planet, but particularly to those raised within Western modern cultures, this awareness that the indigenous spirit lives within all of us. And how do we reconnect and recalibrate with our indigenosity in these times? Because it is really the only way through in this cultural renaissance that we are in the midst of. He spoke quite a lot about the epidemic associated with modernity and that to be modern is to cultivate violence. To be modern is to conspire. It is to rehearse in the business of being more and more selfish. And unfortunately, these words are pretty true when we look at the world around us and the amount of consumption that has taken place within the modern world. And I really believe in humanity. I believe in these times as a turning point in consciousness and our evolution. However, it is up to each one of us to fully participate in this turning point. And one of the things that Maladoma really installed in his teachings was that we should not shirk away from the forces of adversity that the forces of adversity will always be there and we shouldn't let them define us. Instead, we should allow the size of the challenge, he said, to be like the spur that keeps us awake in such a way so that that spur just digs deeper into the horse and we go, we go the distance. He spoke a lot about how we should allow the journey to be the destination and not feel like We have to arrive at this certain place, but that we really find ways to appreciate the journey, even the challenges and the trials and the tribulations. And if you know anything about Maladoma, if you've read any of his books or researched his teachings, and there is such a wealth of information out there, I would say if you're interested in learning more, definitely he has three books that you can check out. He has many different videos that you can watch of him on YouTube that have been posted by different people. And I actually, on my YouTube channel under Earthsea Temple Arts, I have a playlist of all the ones I've been able to find that feel really authentic in honoring him. And also I would recommend you go to maladoma.com. And that is a domain that Elder Teresa manages. And she has been, um, named the guardian of his children. And she is properly initiated through the Dagara cosmology. So she is an anchor in this world to continue to learn about the teachings of Elder Maladoma. 
I met him on the Taurus new moon of 2018, and I had been a little familiar with his teachings in different ways. And I came to see him for a divination thinking, oh, I was just stopping in for a one-time divination. And it turned into an entire relationship that was built as I felt really called to study with him and went through a series of initiations and ancestralizations, as well as sat with him one-on-one for a number of divinations. And a year ago, when he crossed over to the other world, I was on pilgrimage stewarding a beautiful journey in, in Egypt. And it was definitely one of the most challenging pilgrimages I've ever been on. And I came to understand it was deeply related to his crossing over to the other world, as well as that total solar eclipse that was conjunct the great attractor that unfortunately took a number of really beautiful souls into the other world with it. And I am one who trusts in the process of the cosmos and the weavings of our cosmic web. And definitely sitting with Elder Maladoma helped to reinstate my confidence in the cosmos. Sitting with him on that Taurus new moon of 2018, I was with him the exact moment Uranus slipped into Taurus for the very first time. And I knew somewhere within my bones that my life would be forever changed. There were these beautiful rabbits that blessed my path as I pulled into the driveway. Rabbit medicine is one of the streams that I work with in my own personal journey here on earth. And so it was very profound for me to see these rabbits hopping along the way, almost like cheerleading me to meet this profound medicine man. For me, Elder Maladoma was this multidimensional person who spoke from great cosmic wisdom, a true Akashic record reader who didn't even need to give himself that title, a profound ancestral healer and an otherworldly representative that we were so blessed to have here in this earthly realm. And he really came on so many levels to remind us that we are not separate, that we as humans are one, and that as we honor the other world, we have this way to heal our perceived isolation and suffering that we're living within this modern landscape that is vastly, vastly shifting before our eyes with the greater rise of technology and artificial intelligence. We're coming out of the year of 2022, which is the year of fire, the year of ancestors. And we're moving into the year of nature. And so this year of 2023 that is approaching is all about magic and how we can seek the natural world to remind us of our inherent magic. And when we honor the beauty of nature, we have this opportunity to understand the wisdom of this element of nature that will absolutely be such an important guide for us 
in the year of 2023 and as we are being called to stay close to our roots as humans. And so with that, I wish to share some important teaching he offered around blessing. And I was able to find this recording and um, capture his words. So I will be sharing Maladoma's words here. A person who is caught in expressing hatred is a person who is responding to the absence of blessing. Violence from an indigenous point of view comes when someone is not blessed. And when you are not blessed, you are carrying a silent curse within you because everyone is entitled to one or the other. And more often than not, when blessing is not explicitly expressed, then curse takes the space of blessing. The African continent went through what it did because either someone was cursed or was not blessed. The other thing that I came to understand is that a person who is cursed always goes to the house of a person who is blessed to wage war on that person. This is because the unblessed smells the presence of blessing somewhere and that smell reminds him of the curse that he is now carrying because someone was not there to bless him, which is the reason why when we talk about elders having the capacity to bless, the term cannot be taken lightly because when this job is not done, it does not leave just an empty spot in the psyche of the person. It creates a chemical situation because the person has, each one of us has within ourselves, a space where a blessing is supposed to sit. To sit there like an engine, a car alternator, the part that gives the energy, the electricity, to make the engine run. And when the blessing does not come to be installed in there, what happens is that the entire engine, for lack of proper operation, begins to rot. This is what I like to refer to as a chemical reaction, because beyond a certain point, where blessing is needed, something else kicks in and it becomes a counter motor. In the village, the reason that initiation happens during the adolescence is simply because at that age, it is like the bell goes off. It is like an alarm clock goes off. And if at that time, if the elders are not there to put the adolescent through this ritual, experience called initiation. In the village, it is called remembering. What happens is that the blessing cannot be given properly. We have to go beyond the other person being the enemy to that person needing healing, to that person being sick. Most of the time in the soul of the unblessed, there is a need and a pull to negotiating blessing from somebody who already has it. And what happened is that negotiation does not come articulated in kind terms. It always comes in a certain form of violence. The people who have not been pressured by that are the minority. Of course, people come to see blessing as meaning prosperity. You have to disconnect these two things. Blessing does not necessarily mean prosperity with a lot of food and this and that. Blessing is the state of a soul. 
Blessing is a place in which the person's psyche sits in comfort, and you cannot deploy blessing by creating glamour or all of these external powers. In fact, that means the absence of it. My grandfather used to say that beauty brought outside is a lie, and that beauty kept inside is power in a state of growing. It is power that is growing constantly. I think that in a culture that has lost the beauty in the state of blessing, that culture begins to express itself externally or to boast in one way or another, in some intimidating way or another. And again, those are Elder Maladoma Somme's words. And I feel this is super important for us to anchor into at this particular moment in time is that to offer a blessing is a blessing. And if you're listening to this podcast, you in some form or another are already an elder. You're an elder for someone in your life. And may you take the inspiration from this share today and may you see it as a part of your sacred duty here on earth to bless the youth that come across your path to bless the people that come across your path, to bless yourself in the ways and the spaces that you yourself were not blessed in your own youth, in your own adolescence, in the places and spaces where you have yet to be initiated. Because so many of us have such a deep longing for initiation and to be witnessed and to be held and to be seen. And when we approach our lives and the people within our lives from that space and place of lack, we create more curses here on earth. And this time that we live in, this astrology that we are renaissancing our lives through offers you such a profound opportunity to shift that wheel of fortune and to begin to bless yourself and to begin to bless the people who enrich your life, particularly those who bring you great challenge, who at times bring you grief and sorrow. They are sick and they are longing for a blessing. And so on this Friday, on this Venus day, we have the moon shifting into sweet and sensitive and tender cancer. And we have Venus at the tail end of its Sagittarian journey, squaring Jupiter at the tail end of its Pisces journey. Jupiter will be exiting Pisces on the 20th of December and will not return for nearly 12 years. And so there is a square happening. There is a tension happening between what you are expanding and growing and evolving into and your value system. And may this interlude around blessing and curse inspire you to live from a state of blessing. Venus also on this Venus Friday will be shifting into Capricorn, seeking to get more into the business and the grit and to really vision for 2023. As the moon shifts into Leo on Sunday, the 11th of December, it is definitely an opportunity for you to turn within 
and to tend to your own inner child, to tend to your heart, to tend to the spaces and places where you need to invoke more radiance in your life. And as we move to Wednesday, Mercury Day, the 14th of December, the moon shifts into Virgo, offering you an opportunity to refine to refine your closure to the year of 2022, this year that has been very, very intense for so many of us, expansive, transformative, deep, dark at times, very light and bright at other times. And on this day, the Sagittarian sun squares Neptune in Pisces, again, reminding us of that Jupiter-Neptune conjunction in April, reminding us of our sacred dream, this vision, this longing that we are anchoring into our earth walk. This week as a whole is a time to go deeper within, to slow down, and it is a time to restore. And it's really important, I believe, to utilize the frequency of this week to recalibrate and to restore your energy so you can prepare for Jupiter's ingress back into Aries and that Capricorn super new moon that is coming around the solstice and around the holy days. So I invite you to take deep rest, to take deep quietude, to honor yourself, to bless yourself, And if you're missing the extended star stones and stories transmissions, I invite you to circle up within our special Ma Magic community where you will be guided through the intricacies of each lunar cycle and you will receive two extended transmissions each month with a guided meditation. Also, I wish to remind you that I am here for one-on-one astrological and tarot divination sessions as we're closing out the year of 2022 with this Mars retrograde and Mercury soon shifting retrograde. It's a really profound time to get aligned and to begin to vision for 2023, and I would be honored to sit with you and really map out what is coming for you astrologically in 2023 and how you may consciously work with the cosmos. So if you're interested in mom magic or that one-on-one session, check out the link in the show notes and you can always go to earthseedtemplearts.com. May there be peace to the east. May there be peace to the south. May there be peace to the west and peace to the north. May that peace anchor deep, deep down into the heart of Mother Earth and extend out, out into the cosmos all the way through the center of our Milky Way galaxy and out into the great attractor herself, weaving back into your heart. May you be blessed in these holy times and may your life be for a blessing. And so it is. And so it is, and so it is, Ashe. Dive in with me at earthseedtemplearts.com and you can follow me on Instagram at earthseedtemplearts. 
Thank you so much for sharing sacred space. My prayer is that we as individuals awaken to the reality that each one of us is a hologram for the collective. By being fierce in our authentic truth, we have the opportunity to elevate life on this exquisite planet Earth. Crystallize your medicine.